You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 148. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Well, hello there. How are you doing today? Okay, this topic on ruminations I've been wanting to do for a while, and then after last night and some additional ruminations that I had, I knew that this was the perfect topic for our podcast today, because we all have them at some point about some topic that really hits us just just the right way, right? And it's important to understand what our brain is doing and how to stop ruminations in their tracks. This is something that I know a lot of lawyers struggle with, especially when we are so enveloped in our work, but it can also happen when we're enveloped in any area of our lives, whether it's a relationship, any kind of financial transaction, or um, some something that really it like it feels like it's getting under your skin. Understanding and managing our thoughts and emotions, that is the most powerful skill we can learn. But no one teaches us this, which is why I have this podcast, which is why I am a coach. But this skill of understanding and managing our thoughts and emotions can be applied to any area of our lives, including ruminations. I want you to really hear this because it doesn't matter what topic we apply this to, okay? I'm, t- I'm applying it specifically to ruminations today because I know that this is something that happened to me when I was doing my trial practice and I knew that it was happening to me when I was in relationships and I saw it and I, I saw it for what it is and I stopped it. And then last night I had it about a totally different topic and I'm going to share that with you. And if you heard what I was laughing about about the DMV, <laughs> that could be one whole episode on that. Um, a few episodes back I talked about that. But this one, I'm going to talk about something that's current in my life. And I recognized for it for what it was. And I'm going to share with you how I got out of that. Okay. So what is a rumination? Hey, if you don't know what a rumination is, then um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you do. Hey, you know, when you try to go to bed, and you have this thought that's nagging at you, right? Like something that you could have said differently to somebody or the way you were talked to and how that impacted your day. And, you know, you just replay it over and over. Sometimes you change it a little bit and you start thinking about, oh, well, they must have been thinking this about me. And, well, they must have not understood this. I mean, you can just go on and on and on, right? That's one example of a rumination. Or when you're trying to play out what's going to happen the next day. This would happen a lot for me when I was in trial because I'd want to have it all under control. But in doing that, I was actually making it more difficult for me to have control of my next day because the next day I'd wake up tired, drained, all because I stayed up late and I could not sleep. 
So I want you to have this tool available to you. The the sleepless nights, the anxiousness, it also increases our experience of negative emotions. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode number 147 on pursuing happiness, I encourage you to do so because I talk a lot about this negative emotional experience that we create for ourselves that can feel like our life more overall has more negative feelings. And I want this to be one less thing that impacts your day. And this is what I mean. Okay, so now you, now we got ruminations, right? Let's talk about some examples. Let me tell you what happened last night. Okay, so, la- so I'm getting new windows for my house. <laughs> and I am somebody who likes to make decisions. And I want to know exactly, you know, what the options are. I decide what I like. I listen to what the person has to say. I ask a lot of questions. I get really curious. And then I make a decision. And then I'm done. I want it to be done. I don't want to think about it. That's my thought about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want it taking up space in my brain. I want to make a decision and then move on. So I had a couple, the first couple experiences I had with salespeople, they were wonderful. The products were very different. They were very different price points. They were very different quality points. But I wanted to learn as much as I could. And they were very um, helpful salespeople. They took their time with me. They seemed to care whether or not I purchased their windows. <laughs> and and I... Um, I, I thought, okay, well, if these are my my two options, I, I pick the higher price point option. I wanted to get something in the middle, though, so I, I had a couple more consults. Um, the next consult was thoroughly unimpressive, and then the next consult I have had, I was very confident in this person's expertise, but I had expectations that they would be a certain way, that they would be more helpful, that they would take their time with me, that they would care or appear to care about the sale with me. And so I took those thoughts into my interactions with this person, with this company. And I, and overall, I observed that this company seemed to have some really good quality people working for them. When I expressed my concern that I wasn't getting enough information, then they made sure that this person who I had the consult with contacted with me. I had a, uh, I had a great conversation with her and I felt, okay, this, this is what I want for the price point. It's the same quality. Um, I think it may be even better quality than the other item I wanted. <clears throat> so I wanted to go ahead and do the sale. And I had a couple alterations to the contract and a couple questions about the warranty. And I didn't hear back from this person for two days, okay? And and I know two days doesn't seem like a lot of time, but these were fairly simple questions. And the other people that I had worked with got back to me immediately. Like they were ready for my sale. They wanted my sale. And so I had, you know, taken some control over the situation on, on the morning, one morning, <clears throat> and I, yesterday morning, and I emailed and said, hey, I know I had a lot of questions. I'm just curious when you would have an opportunity to respond because I wanted to, to have a timeline. She got back to me. I'll get back to you later in the night. Well, when I went to bed, she hadn't emailed me. And I know that I go to bed early and I know that other people stay up later. But 
I hadn't received an email by 8.30, so I thought, okay, well, I, I don't have this, this uh, contract, I don't have this clarification. And so my brain, when it hit the bed last night, wanted to go into all of the what ifs. Well, if this person doesn't get back to me, I really want these windows, so what should I do? And it starts problem solving, right? Our brains are natural problem solvers. Do I talk to the management the next day? Do I talk to her? Maybe I should have a conversation with her. Do I go with the other company? Maybe the other company's better. They have a clearer warranty. My brain wanted to keep running. So what I did was this. And this is this is going to, I'm going to lay out steps for you to stop ruminations, but I'm going to tell you specifically what I did last night, and then I'm going to come back to give you more options for how to stop them, okay? So when I saw that my brain wanted to go into overload and go speed racer right as I hit the bed last night, I, I stopped it and I said, whoa, hey, brain. What's going on here? And I asked myself, all right, look, what if I took my ego out of this? Because I knew that if I'm having a rumination, there's, there's an ego at play here. There's something going on where I feel like something should be different than it is. My brain is trying to problem solve for something. It thinks that there is a problem. And I asked myself, what if I took my ego out of it? Would there even be a problem? What if I wasn't in a hurry about this? Why am I in a hurry about this? So I just started asking myself these questions. And so I just started going through them one by one. And I said, well, is there a hurry in this? Like, is it important that I get these, this window decision? Like, if, if I'm already decided that I know what window I want and I know which company I want to go through, does it matter like how fast it happens? And when I asked myself that question, I realized, no, it doesn't. I mean, it's going to happen. I have no doubt about that. If I make my decision, I'll make it happen. No matter what I have to do in order to make it happen, it will happen. That's not a problem. I said, okay, well, that's done. That's not a problem. And then I asked myself, well, what about this warranty? Like, I don't have the warranty cleared. Is that a problem? And I said, look, if that's really the issue here for you, are you in a hurry to figure this out? Can you simply call tomorrow and get that information and have someone point it out to you? Yes, that is a solution. It's not a problem. Okay. And what about your ego? Clearly, you, if you took the ego out of it, then maybe this wouldn't be a problem, right? This is a whole conversation I'm having with my brain. <laughs> and, and so I asked myself, okay, yeah, where's my ego coming in? And I realized I expected to be treated better in, in my mind better was like the other consult I had prior. It's not that this woman was not treating me well, okay? It was that I wanted something different. I wanted her to be different. I wanted her approach to be different. I had all of these thoughts and expectations about how she should behave And that was influencing how I was thinking. I was making it a problem. But what if it's not a problem? What if I took my ego out of it and didn't care about how I thought she should be treating me and just recognize that, hey, this is a good quality company, a good quality window, and it's at the price point I'm ready to spend at. What if that's that's it? 
And as soon as I started to ask myself these questions, my brain calmed down. I had a conversation with my thoughts. I slowed everything down. It reduced my anxiety. And I started to fall asleep and I fell asleep. Obviously, it worked. (laughs) So, So I was increasing with those ruminations, this negative experience in my life that should like there's it's windows it's not life or death experience it's windows okay but we tend to do this in all kinds of areas in my life let me give you another example so with trials when I would have similar experiences to this I would keep a notepad and pen next to my bed so that I could write ideas down I didn't have some of the same tools uh, early on in my trial experiences um, my trial career so that I could kind of have this conversation with my brain. But what I did have was just a pen and paper. I could write down my ideas and I could just, I could set those aside. That would help me. Um, Same thing, you know, you want to do like trial strategy and all of this, all of these different things going on in your brain and you just put it down on a piece of paper. Same thing, uh, another example, relationships, right? You play out all of these different scenarios in your brain, what you could have done differently, how they should have behaved. When we take our ego out of it, when we start taking our um, our personal, like we, we want to personalize everything, how does it reflect on us? When we take that out, it really helps to reduce these ruminations and recognizing that If we do that, there's not a problem, okay? And that if there is a problem, we can do something about it. Our brain wants to problem solve. It is a natural function of our brain. Nothing has gone wrong. But if we don't have these these tools to manage our thoughts and emotions, we can let them take over. And that can have that net negative impact on our life where we're not well rested, we're tense, we haven't had that real opportunity to refresh. So I want to offer you kind of a toolbox right now on how to stop ruminations. I'm going to give you a few more tools so that you can use them when this happens. Because even if you haven't had one for a long time, like I don't remember the last time I had ruminations. I'm sure it was years ago. And to have these ruminations last night, it was kind of funny. I was like, this is weird. Usually I can fall asleep a lot easier. And that's what, you know, triggered me going into coaching mode for my brain and saying, okay, well, let's question these thoughts. Are these thoughts true? Are these thoughts a problem? Okay, so that's the first tool. Ask questions. Don't take all of your thoughts at face value as if they're true. We tend to do that. We tend to think, oh yeah, if we're having this thought, it's important. This thought is important, it's true, and it's a problem. No, what if it wasn't a problem? What if you weren't in a hurry? Hey, when you notice yourself rushed, stop. That's my policy. When I notice I am rushed, I stop and I ask myself, why am I in a hurry? Like, is this something that warrants being in a hurry? Are windows a big, you know, urgent thing that I need to have? No, I have windows. I'm fine. Are they the windows that I want right now? No, that's why I'm getting new windows. Am I going to have a two-month wait anyway, even if I'm in a hurry right now to get this contract signed? Yes. So it's so funny how our brain works. Our brain's like, nope, I got to get this done now. We must make a decision. This is how it should go down. This should be done. 
And when we fight our brain, rather than have a conversation with it, then we have this additional negative experience of like beating ourselves up for having these thoughts. So just ask questions like, hey, is this really important? Just ask yourself, don't take your thoughts at face value. Our brain likes to lie to us. It doesn't do it on purpose. It's just a natural problem solver and it's looking for problems to solve. Okay, second thing to do is to have a notepad by your bed with a pen. If you are thinking about work the next day or to-do list, this is really helpful because then you can get up and you can just write down what it is you're thinking about. Sometimes our brain doesn't want to shut down if we're not practiced at this because we don't trust ourselves to remember things. I trust myself to remember things the next day. So I, what I do is I remind myself, okay, I will remember this tomorrow morning. And I've done this enough times that when I get up the next morning, I remember what it is that I want and I don't have to get up to write it down. But if you haven't practiced that, just write it down. Not a problem, right? You have it available to you the next morning. The next thing to do is, okay, if if you are sit, like laying in bed, this is a particularly helpful thing. Once you recognize you're having thoughts, you're ruminating, and you start, you've gone through the questions, then move your attention because whatever we focus on expands, including ruminations. If you're focusing on the conversations that you had with a partner, you know, all of that stuff going on in your head, then you're going to continue to have these thoughts. You're just going to keep going and going and going and they kind of snowball into bigger things, right? Our brain keeps finding bigger problems. So instead, once you've had this conversation, recognizing that you're just having thoughts, that you're having feelings that are coming from those thoughts, knowing it's okay to have thoughts and asking yourself, are these thoughts true? Like really, really true. Like ask yourself that multiple times. If you can find any variation of they're not true, go with that. And then focus your attention on something else. I like to focus my attention on like little sounds I hear outside, maybe um, my breath, maybe um, how my body feels in the bed. I mean, just bringing your, your attention to outside sensations, things that are outside of your brain will help ease your brain because it's on overload and it needs like a little bit of tender care to say it's okay, you can be quiet now, everything's all right. Needs comforting, not blame or beating it beating it up, you know, when we start stressing and worrying over, oh, I can't sleep and if I don't get enough sleep, I'm not gonna be do, able to do X, Y, Z tomorrow. Then we're still propelling our brain into the ruminations. So bring your attention outside of yourself. You can start bringing it to counting your breath. You know, I don't like to count sheep. You know, I just kind of like to breathe in and out. I'm not even really counting my breaths. I'm just focusing on breathing in and breathing out and breathing in and breathing out and do it really slowly, as slowly as you can. And anytime you notice your brain wanting to refocus on the ruminations, just say, okay, I see what you want to do, brain. It's okay, but I'm going to refocus my brain on these external sensations. When we do that and we practice that over and over again, our brain's going to become less likely to do that. And especially if you start really noticing throughout your day when you're having thoughts, it's going to be 
easier for you to spot them when you go to bed. And when you go to bed and you start like rolling around thinking about like, oh my gosh, all the things I have to do tomorrow, press pause and tell yourself, okay, look, I know my brain's just having thoughts. I can make a couple choices. I can make some decisions for myself. I have agency here. I'm not at the mercy of my brain. I can write these things down and I can recognize that it's the thoughts I'm having right now aren't true. And then refocus your attention on something that is not a thought, like just listening, just feeling. All those external things will help you get your brain quiet. Okay, I hope that that was something that was helpful for you. I know it is really helpful for me. And it's just one more tool in your toolbox to help you get what you need and to reduce some of the negative emotions that we tend to stir up in our life when we don't have these tools. Okay, so I will talk to you next week. And until then, take care of yourself. Okay, bye. All right, so if you are interested in coaching and you have not signed up, for a strategy session with me. I'm really curious why. Is it because you're having thoughts that you're not ready or that you don't know what to expect? Our brains want to go into this whole story, just like the ruminations I talked about in this episode. It wants to go into this whole story rather than having facts. It doesn't want to do anything that is out of its comfort zone. But the whole point of creating a different life for ourselves, for growing and expanding ourselves, is to get out of that comfort zone. So if that is the reason you personally haven't signed up for a strategy session, I want you to come and join me. You can go to dinacataldo.com to join me for a call. And during our call, I will offer to you the thoughts that are in the way between where you are now and what you want to create in your life. And you get to decide for yourself what it is worth to you to do that, to create what you want, how uncomfortable you are willing to get in order to create the life that you want. And I am there for you every step of the way. This is the guidance that I wish that I had when I was making tough decisions. It would have gotten me through the rough patches so much easier and it would have taken so much less time. That is why coaching is so valuable and why I invest in it and why my clients invest in it is because they know that they are making their lives easier. So if this is something that intrigues you, something that not just intrigues you, but feels right to you, it feels like it is going to help take you to the level that you want to be at, then I want to talk to you. Come join me at dinacataldo.com, schedule your strategy session with me, and we will create a game plan designed specifically for you. All right, my friend, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.